And here we go. Wiggity wiggity whack. You little prick. She was only 15 years old. Oh. I'm walking out the front door with Jerry. Fuck me, that's mad. It's the school groove gents. Boom. Hello and welcome to the School Groove Gents podcast, episode 14. As always, I'm Chris McElbenny. As usual, I am Luke Davis. It's your boy, Jamie Kay. How's it going, everybody? And we're back. Mm. Back in the game. Yeah. Don't follow the comeback. Not been here for years. Mm. I'm not used to finish. That was it, that was <laughs> it. We literally yeah. just finished. Thought you said more. Um, ha. You're looking tired, Chris. Yeah, feeling it. I um, yeah, I just got. Well, I didn't just get back. I got back this morning. Had to fly from Belfast to Liverpool. That was like quarter to eleven, and then had to get the bus from the airport to the train station, and then get the train into town, and then had to walk from town to uni. I was in uni till like six. Yeah. Rough luck. And I was out last night in McLean's. Uh, had Decky Murray on the guitar singing tunes. Uh, with the rest of the band, like gang, keyboard, and then a guy that like mixes between like banjo and flute and plays it all, fucking class. Um, yeah. Singing all the uh, old Larry songs, singing Billy Joel, Piano Man. Really? I played it all. It was absolutely nice. Loved it. Really loved it. Love stuff like that. Yeah, it was good being home. Obviously, it was my mum and dad's sort of wedding anniversary, so we were just celebrating all weekend. And I'm feeling the after effects of it right now. Fuck me, it was heavy. Like, Did Brighton, you, you met the love of your life today? I met the... Right, this is a crazy thing, Jimmy. Right. Okay. Right, so I was on the plane, right? I don't know why, like, movies and stuff, like, people meet in, like, places like that, like, sitting beside each other on an airplane, talk it's the whole way. It's, it's a meet yes, yes. Right. And, uh, this fucking girl, she was, like, blonde, proper great, and, uh, we were, uh, we were sitting... Uh, in the middle, so had the exit seats, so had the extra leg room. So I was like, ding, ding, like I'm proper winning there, winning today. Now, couldn't plug up the balls to speak to her, so sat the whole way with my earphones in, listening to the podcast. Not this one. Um, and she, then we got off the plane, we're walking like side by side, still really hadn't said a word to her. And then we get to like the baggage bit, and I see that she's like, bearing off to go like wait on a bag I'm like proper got it I'm like oh this is where it ends I've missed my chance and never spoke to it and I uh, what do you call it I like turned around like a proper dramatic movie moment slow moment turned around she like as I turned around she turned around like looked at me and smiled I was like oh shit but still had to walk on I'm not gonna just turn around for a smile like. so kept walking um, waited on the bus got on the bus and it took ages to like take off, take off, well start and she comes running out and gets on the bus and I'm like, it's fate, I was only off the phone to my mum, being like mum I've met the love of my life but I didn't have the balls to speak to her, blah blah blah, so then text her in capitals, I was like, oh, she's on the bus, she's on the bus <laughs> and she was like, talked to her, didn't have the balls to, we got off the bus at the same stop went up to the same like ticket machine then I had then it would have been weirder if I didn't speak to her so I was like listen I'm not following you just so you know I'm not being a freak I was like oh yeah I was going to say the same blah 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 chatting away she's going to Chester see her mate and I didn't even get her name I know that was disappointing I mean there was a big when Chris rang me to tell me this story I felt like it was going to be a happy ending yeah we're getting married next week yeah I was going to be uh I thought she was going to start coming around to the house and that, but no, we, you never got a name, but it, that's still nice, it. thank you. That's good luck. You know what you see? You meet people every day. You do meet people every day. She could be my best friend as well. Nah, nah, she's my wife, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, but you bump into people again. Yeah, I know. It happens, you know, sometimes you meet someone, you think, oh, I'll never see that person Fate. again, and then you do. Sliding doors. Sliding doors. Cut my mouth. Good. <laughs> good work. Um, yeah, so... I missed, the, missed that boat, but sure. But maybe, maybe, maybe come back it around. wasn't your time to boat. I agree. <laughs> but not in a creepy way. No, oh, yeah, but, way. yeah. Out of respect, my yeah. wife. See, I know, don't be talking hello by wife. Uh, she, she, she who cannot be named. I know, <laughs> literally. Oh, it's such a shame. Young love, eh? 
I don't know, it's crazy, isn't it? How's your week been, Jamie? Oh, my week's been fairly okay. <laughs> Working, doing acting stuff. Then a Halloween thing at the weekend. I got dressed up, got paid oh, yeah. to dress up and go around a club and freak people out. Yeah. Nice. That was a lot of fun. What were you dressed up as? Uh, so I was like a zombie ghoul looking oh, thing. Ghoul. Ghoul. See, I can't say it. Ghoul. 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 I can't even say it how you say it. Ghoul. Ghoul. <laughs> Sounds like Stewie. Ghoul. 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 That's Ghoul. weird. I can't Ghoul. say that probably. Yeah, but nobody. Yeah, but my accent's a little bit like special. I'm a special little snowflake when it comes down to. <laughs> never, when it comes to my accent. Never refer to yourself as a special little snowflake again. But I am. Yeah, at man. least in that regard. I don't know why I had to go so high pitched with that. If you're, if you think you're a special snowflake, you'd, you'd be a special. Yeah, but come on, name one person who has my accent. Because I'm a little bit posh, but a little bit northern. Yeah, it's really like Preston. Like, I know one person from Preston. It's Freddie Flintoff. He does not talk like you. Quite um, rough and ready. Um, Freddie, right? <laughs> he went to the same high school as my sister. Oh, really? Yeah. He didn't go to that all boys school that you. Were no, about. he didn't go to the all boys school. Uh, Jesus. No, he Christ. was straight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's fine. Well, do you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, no, actually, hang on. <laughs> what were you thinking about? That was poorly timed. But I was thinking about high school. Yeah. And I was thinking about, like, I... Like, my parents let me choose which high school I went to. So I had the choice of either this, uh, you know, the same one that my sister went to, which was mixed boys and girls. Mm. It was, like, a technology college. Like, it was, it was a nice place. What do you mean, place. technology college? So they get focused on its technology. Like, that was its big seller. Like, IT? Yeah. Okay. Um, and... She went there and I could have gone there or I could have gone to Hutton, which is where I did eventually go, which is the old boys' school. Yeah. And I was just thinking so many kind of like formative things about me, like things that make me who I am happened in high school. Yeah, well, I think it's the same with most people. Like, I know, but it's like, What makes you you? But like, and I, how you interact with people when you're going through the change. Yeah. But like, this is the thing, like if I had gone to the... Not menopause, <laughs> no, puberty. 50 year old women. <laughs> But yeah, but like when I was thinking about it, if I'd have gone to Priory and had that mix of boys and girls, I'd be a completely different person, probably, just because I'd have just fallen in with different groups of friends. Yeah, absolutely, completely. Yeah. Done different things. Like, Definitely. I, like I would probably wouldn't be where I am now. Sliding doors, bro. Sliding, sliding doors. What is that full thing? What do you mean sliding doors? It's a movie. It's a movie. Uh, yeah, she talked about that. It's a movie with Gwyneth Paltrow, and the start of it is her like getting on a tube. And in, it shows like, like two sides, like two different realities. So one reality is when she gets on the tra- 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 uh, tube, and she doesn't miss it. So then all these chain of events happen, and then it also shows you what happened when she didn't get on it. So like, oh, so when she does get on it, she find she comes home earlier than she does if she misses it, and she catches her husband cheating on her. And blah blah blah. So then that completely changes her life. And then the other way, she stays with him and all, and how different life is huh. just because of sliding doors. Um, ah, so there's a yeah. musical like that that does that like exact kind of similar story thread of like that exact kind of similar. Yes, exactly that. Um, a better phrase. So where it's the kind of story where somebody has to make a decision, and there's oh, a yeah. good decision and a bad decision, and you see both. Yeah. Where you follow both plots through. It's called um, Our House. It's the Madness musical. Oh, yeah. Okay. Really yeah, good, yeah. actually, because Madness have such, like, a, a mix of songs. Yeah. Like, all like they're all the kind of ska, reggae kind of thing. Mm. Um, they've all got very, very different tones. I really like Madness. Very different styles. Yeah, yeah. me too. But it's the same with, like, them, like, jukebox musicals. Like, when they're applied to a musical and suit the storyline, it's epic. Yep. Like, Sunshine on Leith. Yes. Like, that's all the Proclaimer songs, and that's so good. And yeah. you're like, shit, that works perfectly. But obviously it does, because they wrote it for that. See, Same with Mamma Mia. So yeah, completely. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, I find it funny that with jukebox musicals, you can have kind of two kinds of them. You can either have one that's like a completely new plot and story that just uses the songs at appropriate points, or you can have a story about the band or the character oh, or yeah, whoever. True, true. And just have them sing the songs like Scylla. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I get you. Like, you have to do one or the other. Yeah. But like, there, there's a difference in a musical and, like, a tribute act. 
Yes, exactly. But you know, but like, Scylla's a musical. Yeah. Whereas Let It Be, which is on in Manchester at the moment, that's more of a About jukebox. Yeah. 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 Like, sorry, yeah, the chicken, so, yeah. of course, that's mm-hmm. what I meant. Fair. I was, uh, we went to a bar on Friday night in Belfast, the Chelsea, but not Market Bar, uh, on the Lisbon Road. You don't mind? Oh, yeah. I know. Because we went to some... Yeah, we went to some pizza place. Uh, the Lisbon Road um, always goes with our mates. And we went. It was proper great. And then we went to the Chelsea. And there was meant to be this guy, like, performing entertainment on Friday night. And we at, we went and it was fucking dead. No atmosphere or anything. We were like, good choice, mum. This is horrific. And um, we asked behind the bar, we're like, is this guy going to be coming on? No, he's from in sick. There's another guy coming. So I thought this guy comes down the stairs and he's lugging all the gear. It's just a guy by himself with a mic, uh, a, a little sound desk and a laptop. So he was just playing backing tracks, but it was all swing music. Okay. Fucking epic. He sang One From A Baby, oh, Summer Wind, fucking all those songs. Fantastic. It was the, and do you know how, he was so relaxed, like he was walking around the bar, like talking to people while he's doing it. Very swing, like just yeah. chilling. And like for the slower songs, he would sit in a stool and proper sing it. And like, kind of look at you while he's like, look around the room and proper give it. Like, it was absolutely amazing. Wow. And he proper changed. It was so good to watch. He proper changed the atmosphere of the room. The whole room uh, just changed when he started singing. And he was so effortless. His voice was epic. And he was a proper entertainer. And uh, yeah, he sang, sang uh, It Was a Very Good Year. Yeah, I was thinking well. that when you said he sat on a stool and sang. Yeah. That's a very much. It was stool song. Absolutely yes. phenomenal. So, uh, you, we were talking before you went. Did you go to the play? Yes, Gibraltar Strait. Yes, I haven't spoke to you about that. How was yeah, it? mate, it was absolutely amazing. Yep. It was uh, five actors um, on stage, kind of narrating this the events that happened in Gibraltar. So uh, it was three IRA members: um, Sean Savage, Dan McCann, and Maria Farrell. And Maria Farrell, a woman, and uh, they went to Gibraltar and they were going to plant a bomb for this big march that was happening for like the Queen's Guard or, or not the Queen's Guard, but you know what I mean, like a royal whatever, because Gibraltar's a yeah. dominion or whatever it is. Um, but they, the SAS, like knew they were there and SAS were in Gibraltar and shot them on site, sh- shot them to kill. Oh. They were unarmed. Um, but yeah, so the argument is they could have been arrested, but the orders that those guys were given was shoot to kill, shoot them, like kill them, yeah. get rid of them. Um, and then the play shows like uh, uh, there's a, a brilliant actress, uh, Danielle McGuinness, um, plays the part of Maria Farrell. She's like talking, talking about her life, growing up, and what it was like, and being a woman in the IRA. It was like, um, like she was on hunger strike. In, the, in 1980, in the women's prison, her and like two other women, I think, and uh, it, it was 1980, so it was the first hunger strike before Bobby Sands yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and someone came in and was like, the men have called off the um, hunger strike, like you're off hunger strike, and she was like, well, we haven't decided that we want to come off hunger strike, but we don't, we don't have that choice. And like, so she didn't, like, because the, the protest would seem weak if it's just women at that time, 1980. So then this is 1988 and blah, 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 this happens. And it was just so well done. Like, just all the different accounts of it. The, and then it had the inquest of the events that um, happened prior to that. Uh, they uh, decide whether it was a lawful or unlawful killing. Yeah. And it's all about the, the lawyer who was put in charge of, like, Rafa, like, saying that it was an unlawful killing. What was the ruling? Lawful. Which is crazy. When you hear the statements, because I'm pretty sure, like, it's taken from the actual transcripts. Yeah, 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 the actual... And, um, it's crazy, like, one of the SAS, it was a woman, they were like, so, you're saying that you turned around... So you didn't see any gunshots and you didn't hear any gunshots. And there was like 16 shots fired or something like that. Really? And she was like, that's correct. I didn't, I didn't hear or see anything. So then that leaves it to possibly be, um, they were being shot at, that type of thing. Yeah. 
because um but then one of the soldiers or whatever accidentally leaked it that they were unarmed they were shot on site and the um the, the press got a hold of it the whole way through it had like a guy who was playing like someone from the press impeccable english accent like rp was really good and then they all like chopped and changed different accents there was a welsh guy in it uh, I think his name's Roderick Lewis, and he is—he's class. I've never seen him in act. I've met him before. Um, oh, he was a Welsh actor. Welsh actor oh, in right, this, okay. but he lives in Belfast. Uh, right. He's married to another actress. Um, I can't remember the name of this film. Um, but yeah, uh, he was absolutely class, and he was like playing one of the SAS guys, and like describing and, and stuff. It was really good, and it was. An hour and twenty minutes, and it ran straight through, no interval. Okay. Wow. Okay. And they were all, plays and they like were all on stage at the same time. Really, all the whole time. Oh, oh really. that's It was good. just five chairs, and then and they made the chairs around, and it made like the courtroom type of thing, stuff like that. Really, See, really good. That's that takes a lot of skill. That that takes a lot of composure to be able to sit still and shut up for your when it's not your part. It's not your part. But like, still be engaged and ready to go as soon Absolutely. as it's your turn to do something. Yeah. Do you know, going back to you talk about those killings, mm-hmm. um, something we learned about in law when I was in college is that murder is always illegal unless you're in a war. That's the only time it's completely legal. Okay. That's what it's defined as. So like any other killing that happens is illegal until mitigating factors come in. Yeah. So say if it's in self-defense or if it's the police having to shoot someone to protect yeah. other people, mm. like that's where all that kind of stuff comes in. But like, it's just... It's really bad when, you know, when, when it's, it's not a war, it's just oppression and people get away with it. Like they can say, oh yeah, well, we're the SAS, so it's the army. So well, you yeah. Um, that's, that's an actually very interesting uh, thing what? you just said. Um, saying that it wasn't a war, it was oppression. Whereas like the SAS and, and the British government and army felt like it was a war. Obviously, the, then the people on the other side, the Irish people, are like, no, we're being oppressed. We're, we're fighting back. Therefore, it's, it seems like a war, but we're... Is it classed as a war? No. No. I don't think the, so. I think that's just what it's called, the Troubles. Okay. Well, it's is like it, how all the Afghanistan stuff wasn't technically a war. Right, but is it not... Yeah, there was British soldiers over there, mm-hmm. but there was also... Both sides of Irish soldiers was not fighting against each other. Yeah, but they were unofficial soldiers, paramilitary. So if they were official soldiers, would that would that have been a civil war, or would it not have counted as? Um, if it was between Southern Ireland and England, it would be a war. A yeah, war. because because no, not necessarily because no. not part of the United Kingdom. So because Northern Ireland is uh, part of the UK, then because the British Army go in. Not to fight anyone. Well, this was the point. Not to fight anyone, but to defuse the situation yeah. between the Catholic and Protestant gangs that were fighting each other. But then, surely, when so then that's the IRA, when it's worse. the IRA, uh, Northern Irish soldiers mm-hmm. were fighting against British soldiers, would that not be classed as a civil war? Well, no, because they're terrorists. So yeah, the IRA are terrorists. But then part of the Irish Republican Army. That, that's just what it is. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But, 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 it's but that's, what they, yes, that's, that's what they classed as terrorists. Yes, that's what they classify. They classify as because it's not like an official army. It's, uh, in their eyes, a, a, an illegal paramilitary group. Right. Um, vigilantes almost. Should they know? have been classed as an army then in the Civil War? Then, Yeah, but they would have to have been backed by the government. The government would have yeah, to that's what I'm saying. Say, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's guys. what I'm saying. So if they were, if they were supported, and they were an army, then that would have been a civil war. Arguably, suppose, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just trying to clarify. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Well, see, the Irish Civil War is an interesting one. Can you actually Google the Irish Civil War? Yeah. Just see who it was really between, because I know it was the Free State Army against what I always thought was like the IRA and. Stuff like that, but um, the Irish Free State versus the Irish Republic. The Irish Republic, right? And the British are on the side of the Irish Free State. Of course, 
because that was the treaty that they signed in 1922. Right. Uh, so it was, uh, tr- see, um, for they were pro-treaty, the Irish Free State were pro-treaty. Yeah. Um, Is Irish Republic the IRA? Yeah. Well, the uh, IRA... It's the Irish Republican Army, Army, officially, termed the... Irregulars. Irregulars, what does that mean? Oh, so that, it's like oh, because no they're... Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. Like yeah. someone who gets called up and... So where were they trained? Yeah, right. In the fields and okay. uh, that's what have you ever seen the wind that shakes the barley? No, you've told me. Yes, to made so brilliant, times, and it shows you like how these guys were trained and they blah blah blah, walking up mountains and all the rest. Because it was it was a thing that the British port. Army had camps in places like yeah. Derry and things like that where you did you Northern Ireland Northern Ireland training. So like if you were in the army of that time and you were yeah. out there, you'd go over to Northern Ireland to places like Derry and stuff, yeah. countryside, and need Northern Ireland training. So then you could go to Belfast and walk around. And yeah. Yeah. See, but this is what I mean when you say like they got trained in like the fields and stuff. This is what I mean when I'm talking about like oppression. Yeah. Because no matter what Ireland does, they can't stand up to the British army. They just don't have the resources or the training or the funding. Do you know what Besides. I mean? Like, they have the belief and they have all that strength. But, yeah. But in terms of just sheer... The real issue with the thing, the whole thing is is that when the treaty was signed, that's a big sign of weakness from Britain to say, OK, we'll give you something. Yeah, so then, yeah definitely. So then you just got to go for the whole fucking cake. And we're like, no, we want it all. Or we'll continue everything that we've been doing. <coughs> because yeah. this is not what we have been fighting for. But you just had people who were apparently like forced into signing it. Um, Michael Collins just signed it away, and no one. See the final. Yeah, well, he's like kind of held responsible for it. Okay. Interesting but, stuff. But he's a, he's a fucking uh, glorified in Ireland. It's, really? it's a very split decision or a divided opinion. What are your opinions on it? Um, I feel like there's men who have died for uh, what they believe in. And Michael Collins always said that he, he believes so strongly in the Irish public and all the rest. But he he signed it away. Like, no matter what they're doing to try and make you sign something, you don't sign away your fellow countrymen. You know what I mean? Yeah. You all have a, a common goal and you're... Um, co- uh, what's the name? Uh, it begins with C. Uh, conviction no fucking when you uh, fuck sick begins with C and compromise Jesus Christ compromise <laughs> yeah. so you compromised we, people didn't fight for a compromise was, people didn't die for a compromise was he a, what was his name Michael Collins Michael Collins and was uh, he, Liam Neeson plays him in a movie was he a Rama mm, like he was more like towards the politics but yeah he, he fought Sure but was off the side mm. and had shared all the yeah, so like, yeah. would you say would you say what if from his point of view he was like right we could keep fighting but like we might lose like Britain Britain's kind of huge like and although they're not beating us now and they're kind of beating them back things might go poorly for us in the future so if we take this at least it's something but the thing was the the reasons why it happened in 1916 was because Britain were at war, the First World War. Yeah. And so the best time to strike is when they they're already out of war. Top. Hundred percent, and they still don't be surrender the GPO. The GS the East Horizon. Yeah, yeah, in Dublin. And you were telling me about when they filled the bullets in. Yeah, there was bullet holes in the building, which are proper historical and should have been kept, but they, uh, like that's a proper. That's where it all, all started. Yeah, when like was that done? Two years ago. Not too long ago. No. In, within the past ten years? Five, yeah, the past five years, maybe. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, shit, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. that I, I've been there. It's proper amazing because you see it in photos and you see it on fucking drawings and stuff, like the GPO. And that, that's where... Uh, it's Patrick Pierce... Uh, read the declaration um, and he uh, on the steps of the GPO thousands of people lined the street really 
Yeah. During the Troubles, did anything ever happen at that big building when no one's in at the moment? Stoma? Yeah. Nah. Nothing really happened there. Isn't that like... Yeah, but it wasn't until, like, the good wedding thing, wasn't it? Oh, so it wasn't like the building of... No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think it was. It's where, wasn't it where... It's a castle, like, Stormont Castle. I was going to say, wasn't it where Best Funeral was? Yeah, George Best Funeral was there, yeah. Um, my uncle, actually, my uncle is, like, he's a taxi driver, but he has a big, like, nine-seater car. Like a minibus. Yeah, like a minibus. But he always does, like, private driving. Yeah. And he always drives, like, famous people. Oh, really? And stuff. And at George Best Funeral, he had Callum Best and... Wow. And Alex Best, uh, Callum's mum in the back of his really? car. In the procession, you can see yeah. his number plate was R66 Joe. And you can see it in the fucking, at the funeral procession Shit, going up the summit. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. I remember watching that on telly. I remember yeah. watching all the cars and all the people and that too as they were driving mm-hmm. up. And... You Raise Me Up, Brian Kennedy sang You Raise Me Up and uh, Peter Corey sang Bring Him Home. Ooh. Not oh. a dry iron house, mate. Not a Shit. fucking dry iron house. That's a, that's a, Big emotional song. I'm pretty sure it was just after Christmas, like in January, yeah. that he died. Because I remember it so well. It was 2004, so how many years? Was that 14? Yeah. Was that eight? 14 years ago. Yeah. yeah. I remember it so well. Like I, um, we, were, we were cleaning our house because we were taking down the Christmas tree and it was on the TV. And uh, it was so mad the amount of people going to one man's funeral. They didn't understand it really. Um, yeah, that was a crazy How'd thing. How did he die? Liver failure. I, gonna, I, knew, I, knew, I knew he drowned yeah. quite but I didn't know if that was the cause of death. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. So mad, like, but his, like, there's a book, um, it's like, uh, well, I don't know, like, After the 90 Minutes, that's not the right name, but something like that, like, half time, full time, or whatever. Um, and it's all about him going to the bars, like, after winning matches oh, okay. United. And he was earning so much money of the time. He was the best player in the world. It's crazy, like, some yeah. of that. Best player in the world. Same with Roy McIlroy. You probably, because you don't really get golf. Roy McIlroy was world number one. Uh, one, has won, like, four, maybe. Uh, majors. Which is crazy. It's very young. Yeah. Um, proper million, multi, multi millionaire. Uh, has completely smashed it and loves that he's from like Northern Ireland. He's from Hollywood, where Jamie oh, Dornan's okay. from. Yeah. It's just outside Belfast, and it's lovely. It's it's not in Antrim where I'm from. Yeah. It's in Down. It's north of Down. Okay. And they talk like this, and they're like. Yeah, we're we're just down to rugby there on the Friday night, and I must say, uh, David Tremble was playing absolutely out of his skin. Uh, like, oh, wow, that is that is insane. That sounds like a really over the top British accent. Yeah, like but it barely even sounds Irish. Exactly, and but you get that little twinge. Is that what sort of place it is? Is it? Yeah, very, very posh. Yeah, poshos. God damn. Fucking poshos. Eat the rich. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what I was talking about before. Um, Here's the thing, lads. It's a very uh, it's a calendar week this week. We have there's a big event happens every year. Oh, Halloween. Uh, All Hallows Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Very spooky time of year. Yeah, me neither. It's alright, Halloween. Yes, but I just I I see my favourite night of the year is bonfire night. I absolutely love bonfire night. It is my favourite. So I never celebrated bonfire night. Until yeah. I moved here. See, no, I find that strange. Well, we, well, we just don't do it over there. Like, but, all stand there. But I lived in Newcastle, like, and I, so I don't know why I didn't go out. Before. I got you horribly know disfigured at a bonfire night. No, I, I, I had heard, remember, remember, the 5th of November. Yeah. yeah. Good one. Well, you'd, yeah. Never, you'd never heard no, of it until you no, moved No, we wouldn't. No, no. What? Yeah. Um, but um, I really like it. Like, Plaffins Park's buzzing. Yeah, yeah, I want to go somewhere else this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Park? Yeah, something like that. Because I, I love a massive display. Same. Like, I, like, just fireworks and just that whole... Yeah, like, I, mean, I, remember, I remember being stood at the foot of the London Eye New Year's Eve and watching that firework display. Yeah, now, I'm not fantastic. sure if anything will compare to that. 
that is something that, that always was just phenomenal. Yeah, that that exactly, and yeah. then this uh, New Year's Eve 2016, I was stood there. I was fucking stood there, and I was just like, ah, oh, this is it for me. I fucking love this. So you know, we uh, were in Magic Kingdom in Florida, in Disney World. On New Year's? Nah, 4th of July. Oh, oh wow. wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mate, that was, and, and there was this little, like, way down Main Street, um, there was like, no. Oh, no, yeah. Way down Main Street, um, like USA, it's called. It's the road. Yeah, it's the, the, it's the, the first castle. place you go to. Yeah. In Disney World, yeah. And uh, I, w- we found this wee uh, gift shop, and when I was really young. I was like eight, yeah. and uh, the owner, like the worker, was like, "Come up here," and they had like a balcony, like stand there. So we were standing on this balcony, so we could see everyone and everything, and they do big projections on the castle and. Wow, that that firework display was absolutely phenomenal. I think I was in Florida 14 years ago today. I, th- I was there just before Halloween. It was setting up for Halloween. And I remember on one of our nights, we stood at, you know, at the top of Main Street. You've got, this is going to sound very vague now. You really have to yeah. try and remember. You've got the, you've got the castle at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you come up, you've got like a quarter at the top. Yeah, the, with, with the Mickey and Walt Disney holding yes, hands. Yes, yeah, 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 that. Like up at the top, which was the building that was behind it. It was like, I'm, I'm imagining it blue for some reason. With like, oh, I think it was a restaurant you could have eaten, you could eat in there. Oh. So as soon as you'd come in, you've got the statue. So where I'm stood now in my head, the statue is just over to the right. But we sat on these steps, this is just, yeah. and sat and watched the firework display there. And I was, what, so how old was I in 2004? So they do fireworks every night there, probably. Yeah, yeah. But I remember sitting and just being like, what? like that was... Up until New Year, that was the best firework display I've seen. So I was just amazed. And there was this, we went down by the river, and Mickey came in this massive golf ball, and it opened up, and all mm. these fireworks went off, and Mickey Mouse was stood yeah. there. And I remember just standing there thinking, shit. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I love the smell of fireworks, how cold it is around Bonfire Night. It's a goddamn spectacle. It, it is. And, and do you know what? I, was, I never knew I was really that fussed on fireworks and all. Because these used to just annoy me. Because mm. people just used to throw them at you, you know? Like stop throwing fireworks at me. Oh, I remember one year uh, near us where there were a bunch of lads in the street and they'd all got like little firecrackers and they were shooting them at each other. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. we used to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you did. Jesus. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? I bet you did, you cheeky bastard. <laughs> I used fr- I didn't throw them at anyone, but like, you always had black cats. You ever have black cats? Just no, bangers. Yeah. It's, just like, it's like a stick of dynamite, like a firecracker. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. And used to fucking, I don't know, they threw one at me. Someone threw one at me. Fuckers. Hit me on the arm. Dickheads as kids. Yeah. Tell us how you were terribly disfigured. Tell us why you look the way you do. Oh, well, it's a long story. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was at a bonfire night in this place called Sabden. Called which what? was Sabden. Okay. It's a little town. Because um, one of my relatives was living there at the time. And we went down the big, massive bonfire, burnt a guy, whatever. And I remember I was just looking up. What? Poor fellow, what was his name? Guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, burnt a guy. Burnt a guy. Um, okay, that makes sense. So remember, I was looking up because all like the little embers going into the air were really pretty looking. Mm. So remember, I was just looking at them. And one of them was just dropping. It was just dropping down towards me, and I was just looking up at it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's all pretty." And it just kept dropping, and it kept dropping, and then it went in my eye. Oh, right then. Yeah, and burned my eye. Uh, oh wow! Is that why you got the eye patch? And uh, I don't. No, I think I was wearing my eye patch before then. Oh, I, uh, I was young. You actually used to wear an eye patch. Yeah, oh, shit, I, I, I used to have to wear eye patches. No, because that's a genuine thing. Because my left eye's rubbish; it can't see anything. But it used to be way, way worse. So what I had to do was, whenever I was at home and back from right school, eye. I had to wear a yeah mm. eye patch over my left eye. So oh, eye patch over my right eye. So Which, my left eye would get, yeah. Get see, I was gonna ask because your wooden leg would normally give it away, but I thought I'd ask. How long were you a pirate for? Yeah, what do you call your pirate? Well. Let me ask you a question first, lads. What be a, a pirate's favourite letter? R. You may think it be R, but his first love be the C. Play me my own game there, Jamie Kelly. He did? Oh, jeez. He, 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 he did. Thank you, Jamie. He fed me a gun, man. one thing I was going to ask about Halloween. Mm. Kind of, not really about Halloween, the event, but more like... What's like a, a a thing that scares you? What's kind of one of your fears? Like a fear like a monster or spiders or the or devil, like that. the devil being possessed by the devil. Really, hundred percent. Is that crazy? 
that's actually really crazy because yeah. I that doesn't even yeah that I wouldn't even register that yeah no that is a serious that, the Catholic in him that would yeah I mean it's the fucking fear like I said the exorcism is the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen and if that was me doing all that scary voice like I'd be like fuck that be trapped a bit of Bobby by a demon like uh uh-uh. uh no being yeah. possessed by the, by the devil some scary shit and you've said death yeah yeah scary. which is a pretty that's a fair one <laughs> that's a fair one well the thing is when we, people fear things it's because they fear death fair one so they fear clowns or pain or, they think know. clowns are gonna kill them therefore they fear death you know what I mean yeah fair one being possessed by the devil. I don't, uh, nah, that's just scary. Like, I don't know if I'd die. Is, yeah. See, do you know what? Occasionally. Get a bit of exercise in me. Ha 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 ha. No, occasionally, I get these weird feelings where I'm like, oh my God, dying's going to be so weird. Because what's going to happen? It's going to be know. crazy. That's what we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's part of the thing that... It'll be weird. Part of the thing that petrifies me. I, I like having control over things and death is one of those things that you don't really have control over. Yeah, now. well that's the whole point. You can't let uh, death um, live your life. Aha, um, very good. Yeah. Very good, sir. Yes, that is trademark. Chris Michael Williams. I don't think it is. I bet somebody said that I've, before. I've never heard that before, so it's mine. Trademark. you got to actually take a trademark. Out I'll take it. How much is it? I'll get I one. Enough and I ain't Googling it for you. I thought, though, they're expensive. I've looked. Oh, copyright and stuff. Oh, yeah. Scripts before I've sent them Luke off. Luke Doug Davis, who's trying to copyright. No, mm-hmm. scripts and stuff before I've sent them off. I'd, I've always thought I should copyright that in case someone liked the idea and didn't want to pay me. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good thing. You what ever watch it? Big Fat Liar? Big Fat Liar? No. Oh, it's got like the dude from Malcolm in the Middle in or something. And it's like this guy and a kid steals his movie. No, he steals a kid's movie script. And makes a million, like he makes a massive blockbuster film with it, and the kid's like, oh, this is well unfair. So he makes the guy's life like the guy in the film. Because the film's about a liar and all these weird things start happening to him. It's Maybe I have seen that. That's a crazy film. I remember I had that on video. What's it called? Uh, Big Fat Liar, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm actually Big just going to look it up to yeah, see if it's a real film. Videos, I, I really liked videos. Yeah, there's something about getting yeah. a video in a case yeah, and putting it in right. and then that little bit when you just push it far enough and it sucks it in. Yes. Oh, yeah. no, no, that's, that's a damn thing. Rewinding it. Rewinding it, yeah. You send it back. Frankie Munitz, who mm. is uh, Malcolm in the Middle, Paul Giamatti, yeah, Amanda Bynes. Uh, oh, Keenan from Keenan and Kale. Oh. Oh. He's now on uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, excuse me. I was just going to say he's still alive. So I'm guessing oh, yeah. it's, it's Kale who died. No, he's still alive, yeah. Still loves orange soda. <laughs> Who loves orange soda? Care loves orange soda. Is it true? <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> TV shows were amazing when we were kids. Drake and Josh loved Drake it. and Josh yeah. cracked. And the film, the movie, a good one. Um, yeah, it was. Hollywood and all that. Like yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I liked it. But yeah, no, Drake and Josh was cracker. Yeah. What else? So you want to one? Do you ever watch? Oh, fit. Jamie Lynn Spears. Oh yeah. Well, and then do you remember the scandal when she got pregnant? Yeah. Do you remember that? How big a deal that was? Yeah. Like, Huge. She's just a like, normal woman. Yeah. I just thought because it was Zoe 101. And she was playing, was it high school or were they uh, in college? Like a college girl, yeah. Yeah. Because so, they had dorms and stuff. And oh, yeah, true. Remember, remember that? What was it? That golf thing that they did? What was that? Golf thing? Remember, there was an episode where in they Zoe thought, 101? Yeah, like it, it was chains and you threw things. Oh, disc golf? Disc golf. Yes, remember that with the frisbees yeah. and the baskets. That's yeah. a cracker. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. Um. I thought. Uh. Rejected. Rejected. Yeah, you, you just got, got rejected. R e j e c t e d. Rejected. I'm really. I'm just happy we're able to spell it. I know. Me. I was really concentrating. That was really good. Good work. R e s p e c t. Do you know what? I was about. It was about four years ago when I understood that. That's about respect. Yeah. No. It's a bit disrespectful, really. Hey. Oh. 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 I'm guessing you didn't watch any of these shows. Like, did you watch Hannah Montana? Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? What no. did you watch? Really. Wizards of Waverly Place. Uh, what a show. Wizards oh, of Waverly Place. Yeah. That was really I used good. to love the uncle in that. The one who was like, then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> the, yeah. Nah, see, I was always just into cartoons. Mm, that was always more like my what? jam because I was a nerd. Or like Spongebob and Belly and Parents and stuff. Finney's and Ferb. Finney's and Ferb. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Do you know Bowling for Soup? They're the band who did the oh, opening yeah, song for Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. And I went to go see them in concert once and they played it. Oh, that's so oh, good. They did it. It was that's part class. of the set list. It was so funny. That's an absolute chin, that. 
Oh yeah, it was fantastic. Four days of summer vacation. School comes along just to end it. So the annual problem for our generation is finding a good way to spend it. Like maybe. I don't know. I'm not forgiving that. Do you know who does the voice of his sister? Their sister is Ashley Tisdale. Okay, the one from Sweet Lemon Zack Cody and High School Musical. Yeah. I forgot she was in Zack and Cody. Well, yeah, that's how yeah. I knew her. Like, that's no before. That was before. Who played London Tipton? Uh, Brenda Song. She's in The Social Network. Is she actually? Yeah, she is. I haven't seen her in anything since that. Yeah, really. uh, Social well, Network. Well, that's because I haven't seen The Social Network. Um, oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I always find it funny how the two lads from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody were, the, were both played Ben in Friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they both sweet. played the kid in Big Daddy. In Big Daddy, yeah. Mm-hmm. They did well. Yeah, they're still smashing it. Uh, one of the guys is... Is it Cole Sprouse? Cole Sprouse. Cole and Dylan Sprouse, is it? Yeah. Cole Sprouse is in uh, Riverdale, on that show. Yeah, yeah. And smashing it, like, that show was big. That's uh, Netflix huge. show, like, so... Um, Fair and, play. And then the other fella, I think, he does movies and stuff, and is a model. Yeah. So fucking Firefox, them, fellas. Yeah, well, they're proper, like, they're kind of sorted, because they, they kind of rode the wave out of the child superstar thing. So now they're still yeah, they just really famous. Well. But they're not, they're not in any controversy or anything Some like that. Joint, yeah, like, and, uh, yeah, they didn't lose their minds. Exactly. They didn't become alcoholics. Yeah, so, so they're, they're just like, proper oh, chill, and everyone just remembers them really fondly, and like, yeah. they're still popular. Yeah, it's good when a, a child actor story becomes good, like Miley Cyrus, like she went off the rails, but she's kind of, kind of normal back now. now like, yeah, and she's fucking, she's a legend. I really like Miley Cyrus. Always yeah. did. Do you know who I love? Mm. Pink. Oh yeah, I love Pink. Yeah, Pink's really cool. Really good. Yeah, she... my, we've got my mom tickets to go and see Pink. Oh Christmas. yeah, where is that? Manchester Arena. Yes, I think so. Yeah, epic. I'd love to go see Pink. Oh, Pink, um, amazing. She did a concert in the King's Hall. Um, I think it's in like, the King's Arms. Probably insulted. <laughs> the King's Hall. How funny is that? It's called King's Hall. King's Hall Belfast, right? Um, out the back. It was like during the summer, and it was her fun house tour. So it was all circus stuff, and she sang a song doing, you know, like. High Ropes. with the with oh, the silks, yeah, and she's like rolling around and all while she's singing perfectly. Like, my aunt Rosetta went to see, it, yeah. see her, and, and I've seen the video of her in Wembley, I think. Absolutely outrageously Pink's good. Brilliant. I love a song by Pink called Dear Mr. President. Oh, yeah, Ooh, really, which resonates gonna... at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is funny it. because it's written about two presidents ago. Yeah. She uh, yeah she used to sing out in her concerts and then stop stop once uh, George Obama. Bush was out oh, yeah, George, George was out and then I started singing it again now yes I think so yep. yeah uh, she's actually on you know, the Greatest Showman and how that was such a big fucking yeah. thing and the album was really big they're doing like a covers um, album of all different people singing the songs have you seen her and her daughter that's what I was oh, just about right, to say okay. yeah her and her daughter so good. Our kid, um, and she's really good. The wee daughter, I don't know how old she is, but she's very good. And then Pink, obviously, just blows a wee daughter out of the out of the water. Yeah, of course, bless her. What's happening? What's going on? Uh, not not a massive amount as usual. Uh, apparently, some dude saying austerity is coming to an end. What's that? Um, oh, austerity is a difficult one. Give me a second. Austerity. Austerity. Um, oh, um, hang on. This is this is going to be one I'm going to have to just give you. You're just going to have to give me a I've second. never even heard of that. I have heard of it, but I have no idea what it is. It's the day of the Conservatives, isn't it? Is it politics? Of course it is. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, here, how cold is it lately? It's goddamn Baltic. Oh, holy it's Jesus freezing. Christ. I felt the bad on our wee dog. He's a lasso, abso, or whatever. I can't never say it. Wee Bobby. He's such a legend. I proper love him. He, sl- he slept uh, on my bed fucking Saturday night. And I'm like proper allergic to dogs. Like, my eyes were going mental, but he's a wee gent. But yeah, he got his, he got his like, hair cut, and it's like way too short. And it's fucking winter now. So we fell a shivering all the time. Because normally he's got a big fluffy coat, and no, he doesn't. Like, I was like, it's a terrible time to cut your dog. <laughs> but apparently he was all, like, nobby and all. Um, 
I don't think we have a girl on the bed. Mm. We certainly do not. No, we don't. We don't. What? I'm joking. Um, One day all these comments are going to come back and bite you on the arse. I know, let them. <laughs> um, when, he, when was the last time you were on Wales? Uh, when up last weekend with Erin. Um, oh, fair. Took me back. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Called in to see Deborah, the mother. That was nice. Jen. Jen. Or Jen. A nice year recently. Oh, your birthday? My birthday, yeah. Yeah, it's so good to know. Because we went, we went out sharing with Dale. She, uh, she crashed the minibus in work the other day. Oh, shit. Whoa. Yeah, driving. Really? Not, not, not bad, not yeah. bad. Um, driving out and just bumped into one of the gates and the back window smashed. Oh, shit. Yeah, she had some kids on board, though, so she was crying, but I said, ah. I know. But she's all right now. She's all right. sorted. Good. So. That's scary. Thing, yeah, right? she said the reason she was she's crying is because, like, obviously, when back. she takes them kids out, she looks after them better than she looks after her own. You know what I mean? It's that's it. Looking after other people's kids. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think she was just a bit shocked. And how old are the kids? Uh, they'll be year 10, so. No, how old are. Is it high school? Yeah, so from year 7 oh, to okay. uh, 11. Well, year 7 to 12. Okay. I, um, I was, like, before I knew what was the acting, I always said I'd love to, like, be a teacher or work in a school. Um, I did work experience in my old primary school when I was like lower sixth because I waited too long to like get a proper good one. I wanted to go to like a Bosch theatre company yeah. or I, I didn't even know about Brasnag at the time, which is so annoying. Um, but whatever, I went to my old primary school for a week and it was so good. I was putting Mr. Crouch's class and this guy is from North London, sports spurs, like Folks like that, and uh, uh, maybe not like that. <laughs> but he has a weird accent. It's funny. Yeah. Um. And uh, he, like P four was the class, so year four, and uh, it's so funny. He's the only English guy that works there. He's a teacher, and he takes the hurling and the Gaelic teams <laughs> and the soccer teams. But it's so mad, like an English guy teaching you. Yeah. Because he just moved here. I think maybe his wife, or not here, in Belfast. Um, maybe his wife was from there, but um, yeah, he's working that good since since I was I was there, and on the Friday he was leaving to go to a hurling tournament all day. That's Whoa, um, wanted here in school group, everybody. Pictures to spell off the walls. Um, Spooky Halloween, baby. That's it. Um, yeah, we. Um, he was leaving on the Friday. I said fuck, and they were all in the sub teacher. Uh, I can't remember her name. Mrs. Sweeney or something. But like she was a sub and was an old woman when I was at primary school. And I was then like 17. I'm like, jeez, you're still about Like, that's desperate. And she literally, feel bad for the woman, like, but she really didn't really know what she was doing. And we had like a classroom assistant for a little boy who was disabled in the class. Yeah. And uh, Mrs. Sweeney was like, Mr. McIlvenny, do you know what the children are, are supposed to be doing? And I'm sitting at the back normally. And I like, um, yeah, yeah, I'll come up. And the kids are like, have to be quiet and all. And she's like, it's not. He didn't really tell me exactly what they're doing. But I'm just, just do this bit, this like, um, what do you call it? Uh, this wee bit of the class. It was about World War Two, and evacuees and stuff. And uh, I was like, yeah, no worries. I, I've been doing it all week, like, so yeah, I can, I can do it. She's like, okay, you need to read that page of the textbook, that page of the textbook, then get them to do the questions on this page, and uh, that should take up about an hour or whatever. I don't write no words. Um, and she left. She left the classroom. I was seventeen year old. I was like, what the fuck? She put me in charge of these kids, and I really realised that I would be a strict teacher. I was yeah. And I because there was a wee kid in my class, um, was just always misbehaving, and is um, what do you call it? His mum was a teacher in the school, Miss Tandy, she taught me. And you always had to send him out. Cause, and, but Mr. Crouch always used it against him. He was like, am I going to have to tell mummy that you've been misbehaving? And he's like, no, no, don't tell my mummy. <laughs> and he fucking would tell his mum so bad, I felt bad. Um, and this wee dick was just, he was slobbering. I was talking the whole time. And I made, am I, I going to have to beat you out? And he was like, no, no, no. And then we continued to do it. And I was like, right, last one. If you mess about it one more time, because he was like throwing shit and doing whatever. I was like, one more time. And that's it. Right. Ten minutes later, we fucker threw a rubber at someone. And they screamed, crying. And I'm like, what happened? 
and they're all touts. They they have no fucking loyalties to anyone. They're like, he threw a rubber at her head, or he said fuck sir. I'm like, right, well you just said it too, so let's keep it down. Uh, because they're fucking eight year olds. Yeah. So they hear someone say fuck, they're like, what? Um, and I sent them out, made them stand facing the wall, and left the door open, obviously. And then all his mates were like making faces at him. And he, uh, and then I see him come around the corner and was making faces as well. And proper disrupting the class. And I went, alright. Went around the corner, like took him. I went, come back in, closed the door. And right, if you don't behave and stop disrupting the class, I will, see, I will march you straight down to your mum so quick you won't have time to put your tongue out at James. Alright? So get to the back of the class, sit beside Miss whoever, and be quiet. I hear one more word, and that is it. I'm seriously done. And he didn't say a word. I, I said a lot louder than that. I was, fr- and they all, <laughs> they were all like, <gasps> oh my God. And, um. Chris McElvenny and his iron fucking rule. 100%. They drew me. They were like, they made me cards. <laughs> they made me cards. Jesus. I don't think they like me very much. Wow, um, so was that, was that your work experience? Yeah, for just a week. Wow, so did you do work experience? Uh, I didn't do work experience. Yeah, I did do work experience, but I stayed in school. They wouldn't fucking let me out to go anywhere, would they? Um, I, <laughs> so I, I did mine in the drama theatre. I sat in a fucking costume cupboard for a week hmm. and did nothing but, uh, do you remember Paper Toss? Yeah, Just yeah. Yeah, I'd, yeah. Move, I'd move a bin in this room. Oh, you blend. I would play it in real life, so I'd move a bin to different levels and see how much how many pieces of paper I could get in it. Right. Got really good at it, um, and then learned how to throw bottles in bins. Do you know, like stand oh, yeah. at this. I've got those videos on Instagram. Um, I used to, yeah. <laughs> but and I, I, as we all know, I worked in primary schools and high schools for, oh, yeah. for about three or four months, and then went back to it uh, in the summer between first and second year. I, I loved it. I did prefer high schools, primary schools. Uh, pri- I'm too lenient. So in primary schools, kids walked all over me. Mm-hmm. They I let them do what they wanted. I enjoyed having a laugh at them. I hate the thought of like, I, I didn't like the fact that, don't do that, don't. You know, I, I don't know, I didn't like saying, stop sitting staring out the window or stop yeah. playing, stop making a fucking aeroplane out of paper because that, Kid could grow up to be an aeronautical engineer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to deprive these kids of nothing. Carry on, play. <laughs> and we just got no fucking work done. So yeah. I like, I, I was bags of fun because, like, I always say, like Matt Adams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, um, you've you've got to be a kid to teach at a primary school. Like, yeah, you've got to have that's a little it. Like, bit. I you've got to understand you, what kids like. I always say to you, I'm a yeah. man child. So, like, if I was taking a class, if there was an opportunity to go out and do a thing that they that we do in uh, North Wales called Forest Schools, there's an opportunity to go outside and be in the forest. I remember once we. Um, uh, me and the P teacher, Mr. Cricketts, a uh, mm-hmm. lovely guy. Yeah. Um, and he was the year, I was teaching year three, he was teaching year four. The teacher, the class teacher, got on maternity. So, like, they had two male teachers working together for like the first time. Yeah. There's just not many male teachers in, in primary schools. No. I think I had one going through primary school. Yeah. Um, and, like, they loved having two male teachers working together. So, like, in the morning, we'd come in, we'd sit down for briefing, and we'd know what we were going to do with the day. But then mm-hmm. me and him would be like, should we take them out in the field for the first lesson? Right, it's a Wednesday, so I know you've all got your PE kits on you. Um, let's go out on the field. And they'd love it, and they'd be out. But then you always you always got some little dick that was running around, like, trying to, girls can't play football. And it's like, yeah, they can. She's better than you. No, yeah. she's not. Watch this. And, you know, we used to have loads of fun. But one day, he'd come up to me, and he was like, we're going we're gonna to rip down the chicken hop. And I was like, what? It was like because we had a forest in like a little wooded okay. area in the school, and uh, there was a, there was a chicken hut there. Oh, so we no got chickens out. well, we moved all the chickens oh, out. Okay, but I was too scared to fucking pick them up. The kids oh, were pissing themselves laughing at me. Sound, I'd shit myself. They were all chicken. running around with chickens because obviously, if you do that thing with all the chickens' wings down and move it, its head stays in the yeah. same place. So they were showing me amazing things with these chickens, and the chickens were loving it too. Mm. So we fucking found dinosaurs, them fuckers. I know. Well, we found another place for all them to go, put them away, um, and then we got that to the ripping down. So we were given. A sledgehammer, me oh and Mr. Levis, as well as so we, there, there was a, I think there was a thirty kids in this class and twenty five in mine. Primary so we, yeah, yeah, three and four. Me and Aaron, all just these kids. Watched you. They, we were like stand behind the fence, so me and Mr. Griffiths with a sledgehammer just that's fucking ripped And they thought we were the fucking. Well, they thought we were Superman. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That's class. Um, and then obviously once it was all, they all put these massive gloves on I'd and giving them up. planks of wood to take away. Obviously making sure they put fucking nails in it, which was my job. Yeah. So every time there was a nail on a plank of wood, I had to knock it out with a hammer and. 
but oh, we had just the best time. And like when I was leaving, because I started integrating a little lad from um, a like a behavioural unit into mainstream school, and then I'd been there for a bit, and they said, oh, listen, uh, Miss Williams has gone on maternity. Do you want to do you want to take over the class? Like we spoke to the agency that I was working for, and they said they'd be more than happy. You to sign a contract, so we did sign a contract and was working. Um, and then, Are you like full scale teacher, like, oh, yeah. So I'd go in in the morning, I'd sit in the fuck? staff room and have a coffee. How are you allowed to do that? Uh, I don't know. Um, there's an agency, I don't know if I'm allowed to say their names, so I'm not Fair really. Um, that's but, a bit, but, but yeah, so I left. I went and did an interview there. That's obviously legit. Like, it is legit. I, for fucking, in, you're in real school. Like, I went up to these massive offices in Wrexham, where uh, near where I'm from, and uh, sat down in a meeting with like four other people. They sat me down. They spoke about the qualifications that I've got. Cause I've got A levels and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I just left. Um, spoke about my spoke about my experience working with kids, which I'd, I've done a bit of, you know. And I just we, we spoke about different stuff. Started off as integration, and then they. Once they said about this, they put me through a course. What do you mean integration? So he was only... He, just, are you like a counsellor? Uh, so what it was, was he was in a behavioural unit. So he had um, trouble like being in mainstream school. He had like, behavioural problems. So yeah, he was, like I don't like to say naughty. That was something that I, a term that I uh, used yeah. a lot. Was you, you know, he's not there because he's naughty. Not even disruptive. Yeah, he's just... Yeah. I, do you get what I mean? You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't want to put a term on it. But... Um, would have disrupted uh, a class in the mainstream school. So it was my job to go into this school, meet him, and then say, right, bud, should we go and get you into a primary school? And he loved me for it because he didn't, like, he'd sit down and he'd have proper lovely intelligent conversations because kids are just amazing. So he was 10. Yeah, so we'd sit down. And, like, we'd sit down. If he'd done something in class, if he'd swore or something like that. um... Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Um... And swore. what? Yeah, yeah. So if he swore, then he'd get like I'd send him out the class, and I'd get Mr. Griffiths to come and watch my class as well. Um, and then I'd sit outside and have a chat with him, and I'd be like, "What's up? Why are you acting like this?" And because it, obviously it started off where we do two days in the primary school and the rest of the days in the other mm. place, two days, and then three days, the rest of the days. But if he was naughty, I'd say, "Well, next week we're only coming up for one day." You can come in for maths and English and we'll get in my car and we'll go back down. He always had to be picked up by a taxi. I wasn't insured to take him oh, anywhere. Okay. Um, and then you can come for maths and English because that's all I'm bothered about. If you get your maths and English, I'm fine, but you're not staying to the activities and stuff. And he hated it. And I'd be like, we'd sit and have chats and say, I don't like being treated differently. I don't like being in like a, a special... I don't like having you with me. I like you, but I don't like having you sat next yeah, to me. Or... Yeah. So it got better once I was there for multiple purposes, having him up, him up there with me because we got him integrated into full, full-time school in the mm. end, which was ace. I loved that. Do you know what I mean? I was like, yeah, this is proper good. Yeah. I remember going up to his year four class with him. Mr. Griffiths had moved and it was another teacher um, and it was a footballer's mum mm-hmm. um, of the football team that he supported and we were taught, so, you know, we got all these little treats and it was so, and it, it was, it was good for him. It was, mm-hmm. I seen him as a little lad just t- turn into a proper little lad, do you know what I mean? And being with all the boys and they all liked him because he's new and he's here because he's from a naughty place so he's going to be, we could provoke him to do stuff but it was teaching him like, don't do that. Yeah. They're, they're going to do that because they think it's funny, but they won't get in trouble and you will. And about jobs they wanted to do when they grew up. Like, I would spend... I was that teacher. Like, mm. I would sit on a table and we'd have something like arts and crafts of an afternoon. And I thought, okay. And I'd say, those of you who want to go and do it... Like, we had a little um, conservatory. Right. So those of you who want to do arts and crafts, you can go into the... What's it called now? There's another word for the... Op- the mm. No... I can't remember the word that they used. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying, but I... yeah, I was like, you. I was gonna say opium, but that's not. That's no. certainly not it. Don't go and do opium, kids. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. Um, okay, so... I'm <laughs> but I'd say you go in there, and then the rest of us would sit and talk because obviously I was older and I'd lived yeah. a little bit. So they'd be like, "So, what do you want to do when you grow up?" And I don't know. They'd be like, what do you mean you don't know? I thought you wanted to be a teacher. I'd be like, "Well, it's a job for now, but I don't want to be it." That's mad that they kind of knew that you were. Not a teacher. Yeah. Like, they knew that this... Well, like, what do you want to be? Yeah, because off? because there was that level of um, authority with a teacher, whereas I didn't bring that with me. Yeah. We were all... So I was like, all right, we're all on a level. This is cool. We're yeah. okay. Behave, do as I say, and I'll, I'll behave and do as you say. We'll have a laugh. Do you know what I mean? So we'd sit and have a chat, and I'd be like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Oh, I'd love to be a footballer. Do it then. Oh, my dad's a fireman, but I want to be a fireman. I want to be a plasterer. Yeah, all right, plasterer is a good job. I had a kid who said that. Yeah, I want, be, I want to be a plasterer. I was like, why? Wow. He's like, my granddad was a plasterer. I'm like, okay. He was like, it just seems like a pretty cool job. I was like, yeah, you, you fucking be a plasterer. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, I didn't say that. Yeah, I get fired. I'd be a plaster. You fucking be a plaster kid. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's some good stuff. I love hearing I'm, all that stuff. I'm dude. so glad I never wanted to be a fucking chef. Yeah. Yeah. Worst job ever. Yeah. Um, well, children are our future. Yeah. They're they have infinite potential, and kids are awesome. Yeah. They certainly are little bastards. I know they are wee bastards. Like, oh, I was looking at after Katie, short and sweet. I'm looking after Katie on Sunday there. I've seen that yeah, absolute legend. Uh, I'm, but I'm I'm straight with her as well. Like I don't don't, oh, yeah, I don't take no sure. shit. Like, don't take any nonsense. Can't. Okay, right, well, good night everyone. Good night. Good night. Have a good one. You sponge your fuckers. <laughs>